It takes a lot to turn an idea into a business. Yahoo Small Business has everything you need to start and grow your business. Get online for free. Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Welcome to the Pieces of Me podcast. Nothing missing, nothing broken, complete wholeness. It's the many pieces of you that makes you, you. The happy, insecure, family, lovable pieces, the relationship, laughable, hurt, spiritual, and the broken pieces. Grab your pieces and let's journey together to our complete wholeness. I am your host, Denisha Ballard, and I'm so excited that you joined me today. Come on, let's get started. Hey, 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 we have made it to another week, another episode, episode number four. I would ask you if you're enjoying this ride, but honestly, from the feedback I've been getting, you guys, my brain is just completely blown. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support, for every subscription, for every download, for every share. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please stick with me. I need you to stick with me. I need you to stick with me, but I do want to take a second just to let you know how much I truly, truly, truly appreciate your support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so before we move forward, I do want to challenge you. It seems like every week I'm coming forward with a challenge, but that's okay. (laughs) Every week I feel like I'm just saying, let me challenge you. Okay, I'm back at it again. Before we move forward, I want to challenge you to keep an open mind on this journey. We already know that life ain't been no crystal stair for most of us, okay? It's had tacks and splinters and boards torn up. Come on, Langston Hughes. However, When we decided to pack up those tacks and those splinters, we knew to get to our complete wholeness, we have to adopt the disposition of whatever it takes, I will get there. Now, let me tell you, it won't be easy, but whatever it takes, I will get there. You may even shut me off. A title may even turn you away. Like, "Mm -mm, I don't want to deal with that. Almost kind of like this title, but say, if you stuck with me this long, come on, you got to, you got to finish it with me. Okay. Uh, but the only thing is when we face the many pieces of who we are, it stings a bit. Actually, a lot bit. Okay. (laughs) I know there are parts of my past that I absolutely hate thinking about. Woo. Like, hey, I did it. I'm not proud of it, but I bet I'm not that person anymore. And I've grown from that. And honestly, that's all that matters. Growth is what matters. The man in the mirror, mm -hmm, we always talk about him. The man in the mirror has some jacked up moments, yet some amazing moments. And and, um, we're just not going to discuss our lows, but we're most definitely going to spend a lot of time on our highs. But today... With no makeup on, no fresh cuts, I like for you to look that person, that man in the mirror, 
straight in the face, eye to eye, as I proceed with the title of today's episode. Are you ready? Come on, no lashes, no dope lining, no brows on fleek. It's just the man in the mirror, that's you, going eyeball to eyeball with yourself. Come on, stand up straight, shoulders back. And I want you to repeat the title of today's episode. Repeat it after me. You ready? It's not them, it's you. Pin drop. <laughs> All right, you guys, don't don't cut me off. It's not them, it's you. I don't want to talk about them today. I really just want to talk about you. Can we please talk about you? How about we give you the attention that you really want? We give you today the attention that you desire. We give, we're, we're going to give you the attention that you're always out there looking for. You have the floor today. Give yourself a round of applause. It's all about you today. It's all about you. So <laughs> because we're talking about you I want you to put on your big boy draws and ladies, your big girl panties, and let's discuss you. But where do we begin? Do we start with how you're never accountable for your actions and yet everyone else is the problem? Or maybe we can start with why you feel so entitled. Mm, Or... Can we discuss those things that you failed to handle in your younger years so now you're a ball of mass destruction because you're so doggone mad at what your mom, dad, or family did or didn't do? Can we discuss, uh uh-oh, can we discuss your level of messiness? No? You are about to turn me off. Mm Mm-mm. Nah. What my mama say, if you're feeling froggish, jump. (laughs) Don't don't shut me off. We we you don't want to talk about your level of messiness. Okay, so um we don't how about we talk about backbiting? You know how you just hate the ground some people walk on for no reason at all other than jealousy, and yet before they rise again, you ashamed their name simply because you have a problem with you. How about we talk about unforgiveness? Ugh. We know it hurts when others do things to us, but I guess we forget about how they feel when we do things to them. How about that broken piece called hurt? Mm. Oh, but but I see you're a man and I got to be tough. Men don't hurt. Men don't show emotion. So before you fix a thing, you'll allow your toughness and your manhood to cover it up. And now your unacknowledged hurt begins to kill you from the inside out. It's not them. It's you. Or are you that person that has an issue with everybody? Oh, this is what drives me crazy. Everywhere you go, you find yourself in an altercation or an attitude or your attitude gives off a foul odor because you just can't get along with nobody. How about this one? Why do people always have to try to figure out which version of you they're dealing with on that day? But let you tell it because you lack accountability. It's not you. It's them. Well, 
my mom said, issue after issue after issue, issue with the teacher, issue with your family, issue with your friends, issue at the grocery store, issue at the ball game, issue at the bank, issue, 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 issue. It's you. Mama, if it hurt, just say, ouch. Come here, the man in the mirror. I really, really, really felt that this was a hard episode for me. Yes, yes, I did. I felt like I had to live through this episode. I felt like it took me forever preparing for this episode because I actually had to have many moments of self-reflection. And honestly, I guess I find myself living through these topics and through these episodes, but <laughs> maybe I should take make it easy for me and uh, lighten it up a little bit, but that will get us nowhere. My question today is, why haven't you gotten over yourself? Get over you. Do you understand that you're holding yourself yourself back from enjoying so much life has to offer because of your mean, terrible, ugly, nasty ways? Do do you under do you understand that? And if you think that you have arrived, this this is for free. Thank you, Ma. If you think that you have arrived and you're good, you know, because you like to brush stuff under the rug, like, oh, yeah, I'm straight. I'm straight. Nah, you're not. How do you, how do you know that you're not? Probably because you're ready to turn me off. <laughs> uh-uh. No, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to. Mm-mm. You're not straight. And it does sting to have to deal with the man in the mirror. But as long as you can continue being so jacked up, you're okay. Because it's not being called out on the carpet. But you're not. And it's only hurting. It's only, it's only hurting you. But you're so unbothered. You know, look, unbothered people are often bothered, but instead of dealing with their bothered areas, they use hashtag unbothered as their defense mechanism. Oh, girl, I'm unbothered. That don't bother me. I don't I'm not dealing with that. That don't bother me. I'm okay. I'm good. Because dealing with and facing those bothered things, if we can be honest, it hurts like hell. Just admit it. That crap hurts. You hurt me. I hurt you. I was wrong. I was trifling. I wanted attention. I knew better. I was greedy. I was jealous. It had nothing to do with you. It was me battling with my own issues. Whew. Issue after issue after issue after issue. How many people are going to come to your rescue because of all of your issues? How many people are going to be put in harm's way? Because of your issues. You can't say you love somebody and won't get your life in order and all your many issues if you constantly put yourself in a position where you would need to be rescued from the crap that you've allowed yourself to get in. And here comes your family, here comes your friends, here comes your superhero risking their life to save you because of your your issues. I'm so very grateful for this platform. I still can't even believe it. Okay. 
And I keep saying out and I will forever say that we are on this journey together because we are. I have made a commitment to be on this journey, not just for me, but for you as well. I have so many pieces of me. I'm not where I used to be, and I truly bless God for that. There are some pieces, however, that makes me shed a tear. Pieces of me that makes me shed shed a tear. We have this thing with PKs. You know what that is, pastor's kids. I don't believe, why is that even still a thing? But okay, we have this thing with single moms. <sighs> that's a whole episode within itself. I don't get why that's still a thing. Single moms, singleness, single people. I just, can I say something real quick? This is totally off the topic. I have to put a pin here. Mary folk, can you guys stop looking your nose down on us single folk as if you have arrived just because you walked down the aisle and made those vows and now you think that life is just so grand and great and us, we are looked at as the little people. Can you all stop treating us like that? Can, can you please stop doing that like you're so much better than us? Because you, you're really not. Now, I can sit there and linger in that little area and let you know that it's a whole bunch of y'all that wish you were single or you're married but living single lives, but I can't touch that. Uh-uh. Because, you know, a single folk, we're not supposed to know how y'all living. Huh? But I really need, on behalf of all of us, stop doing that. Knock that out. It's tacky. It's ugly. It makes you look bad. That's not of Christ. Stop doing that. You have not arrived just because you said I do. And that you have a mate. Marriage is a beautiful thing. And many of us desire to get to that point. But be the example for us. Stop looking down on us and making us feel some type of way. Stop doing that. Okay? It's like, just stop. Okay? Just stop. Cut it out. All right. Back to my point. There's this thing with pastor's kids. And then there's this thing with single moms. I am a PK. And I am a single mom. I didn't label myself either of those. Life just kind of happened. The stress of being a pastor's daughter when I was younger was way too heavy for me because of people. Being that same pastor's daughter at the age of 29, had my degree, doing my thing, living life, I became a single mom. Was it planned? Hecky nah. But life happened. There were things that could have driven me away from the church, but I wanted to be a better me. I wanted to handle things better, not for them, but for me. But I guess that came with maturity. That came with my thrive and love for God and getting to know him for myself. I was 29 years old. And I remember July of 2011, my daughter was just a few months old. Remember, I'm, I'm a single mom. We traveled to a family gathering and I was minding my own self business. I remember, I remember the hotel we were in. I remember sitting on the couch. I remember what I had on. I remember what my daughter had on. And I also remember when a relative came into our room and approached me. And this relative started playing with my baby. And, and the relative looked at me and said, you know, they're talking about you. 
And they're saying that you will never be able to do this on your own and that your parents are going to end up raising her. My God, the conversation got deep. It got deep. It it messed me up because the same people that surrounded me with quote unquote love was the same people waiting on me to fail at parenting. Because I was a single mom forgetting (laughs) where they came from. My, my God. I have to be transparent at this moment. So if I shed a tear, it really is just a tear of freedom and not sadness because it was my, it was my hurt place. That, that part got back to me, what I was told that day, but I can only imagine what didn't get back to me. And it was from family. I'm not the only one who has ever felt a pain from family. Because we're dealing with the man in the mirror and your many issues. Yes, because it's not them. It's you. My mom said that you have to talk to yourself about yourself so that you can improve yourself. I actually may quote my mom a few more times, but she's super dope. And but it's true. When you talk to yourself, you have to be honest with you about you. To get beyond where you are, you have to deal with you. You are mean. You are bitter. You are messy. You are envious. You are full of rage. You are angry. You are hurt. And because you won't deal with you, you make it so hard for others to deal with you. It's not them. It's you. My God. Your problem is... You're stuck. Oh, yes, you are. Listen to me, Landa. You are stuck. Here I go again. Quoting my mama. You cannot be stuck in your struck place. It's unattractive because you're bleeding on people that genuinely love you and would do anything for you. But they hate being around you because of your ugly, nasty issues. If I had gotten stuck in July of 2011, my God, I never would have started ballot funeral service as the president in November of 2011. Thank you, God, for nine years. Hallelujah. If I hadn't gotten stuck in the church hurt, I wouldn't be working side by side with my parents in ministry. To God be the glory for 33 years. Thank you, God. If I hadn't gotten stuck, worried about what people thought of me and my baby girl, this straight A scholar and her mama still single, never would have purchased their first home this year in the year of 2020. Oh, but don't think for one moment. mm -mm, Don't you think for one moment that the talk hasn't stopped. Because it t- the, the talk is still going on. And I want you to know when you get to that place, hallelujah, that place of freedom, that that real, that that for real, genuine, unbothered place, they're going to talk, y'all, but it's not, it's not going to stop you. It's not going to stunt your growth because it's at that point, it's not you, it's, it's them. And I want to continue to talk to y'all. You who are broken and weary and heavy laden and mean and nasty and bitter. And don't nobody want to deal with you because of all of your ugly, nasty, terrible, 
ways. Goodness. How how can you? Let me tell y'all something. Have you ever seen somebody who walks around with a permanent frown on their face or act like to smile hurts them? Huh? Have you ever met someone who can't really experience the true nature of love because they are so stuck in 20 years ago and what happened to them? I love love. I'm probably going to say that in every episode. I love me some love. Yes, I do. But do you understand that it's unfair of me to stay stuck in 2010 and the hell that I had to live through and not welcome amazing love today? Wait, don't get it twisted. If you got questions, just text me and ask me. (laughs) But we cannot get stuck in those hurt places. You ever been in a situation where you had to run for your life? To save your life? Issue after issue after issue after issue is you. You know, we, are, we, we keep telling people to go to therapy and it's okay. It's okay to trust God and talk to a therapist. Yes, it is. Because right now, I'm just trying to help you get through this broken place of your life and help you to realize it's not them. It's not them. It's you. We say this thing all the time, all the time. And we really actually have to apply it to our our lives. When they go low, we go high. But stop being the they that go so freaking low because of your own, own issues. Get over yourself. Get the healing that you need. Actually stay away from people until you do because all you're doing is making the situation worse and it's so ugly. It's the ugliest thing. You think you fine. You think you hot. In the mirror, uh-uh, uh-uh. People hear your words and they feel your vibe before they even see your face. Yes, they do. But until you do, just stay away and get the healing, the healing that you need. I just believe that some of you are living in your karma because of your issues. Bishop Patterson told us for many, many years, be healed, be delivered, and be set free and get this part from you and your issues. Jesus, this episode was hard, but I believe God for the miracle you need. It's not easy dealing with you, but getting your fix and not that drug fix, but getting your fix is the best thing that you can do for you. Fix your heart, fix your mind, change your mind about some things, change your heart about some things, get what you need. Not for us, but for you. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the cloudy days that had me bound. It's going to be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. And I believe that for you. I want that so badly for you. I've been having this urge on me to pray. I feel like every time somebody get on my nerves lately, I just want to pray for them. I was talking about family the other day, and it was so crazy as I was preparing for today's episode. 
in how I go about it. I love to write. So I'm always writing and I'm trying to make sure that I'm in tune with God because I try my best to seek him first before I do anything. And I want us, family is all you really have. But actually sometimes family, you don't even want to have. And I'm realizing that though my family is big, oh, it's so many of us. It's so many of my friends and my associates who have smaller families, and they still deal with the same thing. In the beginning, family was created. Go back to the drawing board. The drawing board. We got to fix it. You have to fix you. Jesus, you have to fix name. you. You owe it to yourself. When you you owe it to yourself to be in a better today. place, to deal with you. You My owe it to yourself to get over that, that struggle, to get over whatever it is that's keeping you from actually experiencing I'm the true love of God. Because that your ways, they're making it hard. It's don't making it harder on you. Like I don't care I what platform you have at church you can be the biggest of all preachers and the the greatest singer in the world and from the outside it looks like you have it together but you're so jacked up on the inside and eventually what's on the inside will eventually eventually fall out i just said that you can't be in a relationship with somebody that you can't pray with i feel compelled to pray with you today i love you guys so very much I'm helping myself through this because I too have to deal with the man in the mirror. Heavenly Father, I love you so much. I appreciate you and I honor you, oh God, for being all that you are, not just to me, but to your people, oh God. There are listeners on this line, oh God, who needs you. They need a breakthrough from themselves. They need deliverance from themselves. They need healing from themselves. They need to be set free from themselves. They put themselves in bondage and they lock their minds up and their hearts up, oh God, because of things of the past, things that they actually had no control over, but it's how they've chosen to deal with it. And I pray, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you will move on their behalf. I pray, God, that you will go behind the scene and I pray, God, that you will shake some things, that you rattle some things and that you roll some things. Get those things out of the way, oh God, so that my brother and my sister and my friend, oh God, will be able to experience the true glory that you have set before them in the matchless name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray, God, that you will get in their minds, oh God. Help them to change their minds, Father. I pray, God, that you will get into their hearts, oh God. Help them to experience your love like never before, oh God. Help us, oh God, to turn from our ugly and our trifling and our evil, wicked ways, oh God. Help us, oh God. God, you said that we draw nigh to you, you will draw not to us, oh God. Help us to not be left in our struck place, oh God. Lift us up, oh God, and carry us over, oh God, to our bigger, better, brighter, and greater place in you, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, you said, Lord God, you will perfect those things concerning us, oh God. Perfect our attitudes, oh God. Perfect our walk with you, oh God. Perfect how we deal with people. Perfect how we respond to people. In the name of Jesus.
Jesus. Help us to get over those things. Help us to not be damaged goods. Help us, oh God, to be free, oh God, from those broken places of our past, oh God, so that we can walk in the newness of life, oh God. Help us to forgive. Hallelujah. Help us to forgive, oh God. And not just that temporary forgiveness, oh God. Help us to forgive and help us, Lord God, to forget, oh God. Sometimes when we need, we forget and we we can't remember some things. God, I pray, God, that you will make it just a blur, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Those things that take us down. Those things that try to take us out, Lord God. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus, by the power invested in me, I come again the spirit of the enemy in Jesus' name, saying you have no dominion or power in this place, in our homes, on our jobs, in our minds, in our family, in relationships. You have no dominion or power here, and we cast you to the pits of hell from which you come from in the name of Jesus. To God be the glory for the things he has done. To God be the glory for the things that he is doing. To God be the glory for the things that he's doing right now and going to do in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we bless you and God, we honor you. We thank you for this time. We thank you, oh God, for these people. We thank you, oh God, for hitting the reset, the restore button in their lives, oh God. No good thing will you withhold from them. Hallelujah. Simply because they decided to deal with the man in the mirror. In Jesus' name, show us ourselves. Help us to accept it and then help us to fix it. You fix us, oh God, in Jesus' name with peace, love, and grace like only you can in the name of Jesus. No more stinging. Ah, no more will it sting us. No more will it hurt us. No more will it take us out. No more will the thought of it make us cringe in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we honor you and we bless your name. We thank you. We thank you, oh God for allowing us to come before you, oh God, to ask you to make us over again from the inside out and from the outside in. It's in Jesus' name we pray. We thank you, oh God, for Pieces of Me podcast. We thank you for these many pieces that have made us into who we are. It may not be all cute and pretty, oh God, but God, we thank you, God, because every single thing that you have made is good. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. We bless your name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I may have run over my time today, but I'm asking you to continue to stick with me. (laughs) Meet me here next week. This is Denisha Ballard. I am so excited about your future. I'm so excited about the relationships that will be mended. Because, my God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so excited about the testimonies that will come because you decided to deal with you and handle the man in the mirror. Because it's not them. It's you. And you know it. But you're not going to stay stuck in your struggle place. Thank you, God. This is Denisha Ballard with Pieces of Me Podcast. Because in your life, there will be nothing missing. Nothing broken, complete wholeness. Be blessed. Not like I could. But I love you.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Out with the old and in with the new. Start your new year with Yahoo Small Business with everything you need to start and grow your business. Find a domain, get a business email, and create a new professional website. Have a business idea and don't know where to start? Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com.